Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello and welcome to this Ibrox podcast. This is your immediate post-match reaction to Rangers' 1-0 victory tonight against Real Betis in the, in the start of the Europa League campaign for another year. I'm joined by Tommy McIntyre. Tommy, how are you? Cold. Yeah, it's pretty cold actually. For only being September. <laughs> I'm an old man. Yeah. Listen, this is this is not good. I shouldn't be you at this time of night. Yeah, it was strangely cold in the gantry tonight. I don't know what it is. It, feel, it always feels colder in the gantry than anyone else than I, but... A wee bit warmer is when it, you get three points. Is it? Yeah, well, exactly. I think it's that wind that comes flying in. But anyway, we'll get stuck into the game. There's a lot to go, go through tonight. Um, I, I'll just go right into the first half, Tommy. I, I think it's something I really want to talk about because there was a there was a big difference in that second half with the first 35 minutes in the, in the latter, maybe 10, 15, going into stoppage time. Uh, Rangers actually started with a really good chance of Robin Matondo. He went through one on one. I'll just get your thoughts on that quickly. Has to score, yeah. He- yeah, yeah he's, he's got to do. He's got to do better than he does. Any kind of weak finish as he gets through. Yeah. I think if he scores that in the first couple of minutes, um, I think it was maybe the sixth minute or something like that, then the fans can take a wee bit of a breath. The players can take a breath. Everybody was worried that that was a big chance, but yeah, uh, uh, yeah, he should have scored. Just gets caught under his feet a wee bit, doesn't it? I think it. He's so focused on getting away from his man that he kind of that that kind of natural instinct of a forward player. He's lost that, and he's just he's basically just taking a, well, a chance. You get that with you get that with fast players, right? Yeah, and uh, they're too busy accelerating, and then they get to the moment and they don't slow down and take their time and, and yeah. do it. And I don't think you know Matondo's got the ability to just first time brutally honest. I think oddly as a player, he maybe needs to think about it, but. He just kind of scoffs it. It goes in. The keeper doesn't really have to move. It goes right into the chest. It's it's a poor finish, actually. Yeah, and I think I think it's something that could have really set us on our way. And I, oddly enough, I, th- I think if we'd scored that opportunity, I think it would have been a very different first half. Uh, it ended up turning into. I think I think if we're honest, Rangers were pretty poor in the first half an hour. Really loose in possession. Mm. Not really able to 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 build out properly. Betis were pressing really high. I thought Betis were 
really good at winning the ball high and, and maybe not creating the chances you would expect from a team at this level, but they were definitely putting Rangers under a lot of pressure. And in that first 35 minutes, it really looked like Rangers couldn't handle it. That's, it? A, that's a lot of football speak there, yeah. right? What I'm just going to say is probably mirror Michael Beale downstairs in the press conference, which was first half an hour, 35 minutes. Players didn't believe. Just didn't, they didn't believe. They, yeah. didn't, they didn't front up, whatever phrase you want to use, right? And then after that, we started actually playing the ball quickly. We started moving it. We started moving against our men. We started getting beyond them. Next thing you know, 35 minutes, 38 minutes to half time were dominant. Second half, thoroughly deserved it. Yeah, I, th- I think Rangers responded really well in that game after the first half. There was a, there the, the one player I wanted to pick out from Betis. We don't have to really go into but Isco. I thought Isco was really, really good. He's a quality, he's a quality player. Kind of. That kind of throwback number 10, isn't he? Where it's very much the team's kind of built around him and it's very much you just drop where you'd like and you pick up Aye. the ball in certain areas. And in Scotland, that used to be called a luxury player. Yeah, well, right, he, he you don't need much, that. He yeah, is but... very much a luxury player. You can yeah. see why he's played at you know, Real Madrid for so long. True, that said, he didn't really He didn't massively influence the game, though. I thought, Not as much as I thought he would. I, I thought Rangers were actually pretty... Again, we, we could keep coming back to that 35-minute period, yeah. right? Even in the second half... As per usual, I'm determined to blow your agenda up because I can see it over your shoulder, right? So I'm just going to answer the questions as they come to me. But they, they created a couple of chances. They got in behind. But actually, it's not as if we were getting peppered. It's not as if Jack Butland was, you know, diving everywhere. It's not as if it looked like they were going to score moment to moment. Particularly in the second half, I thought we tightened up and we made it really difficult for them. And they are so-called flair players. Yeah. We aren't really, weren't really as active as they'd like to be. I think the XG I think it was this score just went by us. I think the XG for Betis in the whole game was 0.7. I know a lot of people don't like XG, right? There's people out there celebrating yeah, an XG that's comment. It, that's it. But I think I think that showed that they did show a lot of kind of positive glimpses tonight, but maybe they just didn't have that cutting edge. And ultimately, maybe why they're playing the Europa League, um, because it is, a, it is a step down. You can maybe get a wee bit, a wee bit more at this level than the Champions League, I think. Mm-hmm. You still get punished for mistakes at this level, but I, I think that we maybe see why Betis are are at Europa League level tonight. Well, I think just to, just to touch on that, I think you're right about the levels of quality and the difference, and we felt that pain, you know, in the yeah. Champions League. Um, I think the first half, I think it's is Azuli um, yeah. down the down the left hand side. He kind of cuts in. It's a nice through ball, actually, if I remember correctly. And he, you know, Butland makes the save. Those are the differences at top yeah. level. That goes across the box. Somebody taps it in. They had, a couple, they had a nice chance like that as well at the, at the second half where the guy takes a little bit more composure and plays it along the six-yard box. Butland yeah. probably doesn't get a chance to come out and snuff it out. But again, you know, it's a bit of a cliche, but you beat what's in front of you. Real yeah. Betis are a really good side with some really good players. Yeah. They've come here tonight. We've kept a clean sheet. Yep. Two games in a row. Yep. We've managed to get the win. That's a lot of positivity. And if nothing else, people should be out there going, right, we can grump and gripe about performances and players and things not coming together. And sometimes you still can't see it. But tonight's just maybe a, listen, only day of the Europa League. Right? We can still discuss what's what's better theme song, right? Answers the comments, please, right? Um, but it's only day and you've won your three points. That That's positive yeah. for Rangers. Well, you've jumped right ahead there because that was my last question. I've done everything I can but to blow your agenda. I will bring it. I will bring you back to that. We'll, we'll just have a. We'll just finish off the first half. Then I thought. So interestingly enough, I, I think I sent a tweet out about Jose Fuentes that I felt he was struggling with the pace of the game in the first half, very similar to what we've seen against PSV. Yeah. I think as soon as I sent that tweet. The game changed. Sifuentes seemed to re- really respond, actually, really well to losing. I positions. thought you were going to say really responded to your tweet. No, no, no. <laughs> Thankfully, he was more focused on the game. I need to put up with us um, in the gantry. That's the problem. <laughs> I thought the big difference in the last 
10 minutes of the first half from Rangers where they were willing to, and you spoke about it there with Michael Beale in the press conference, there was a wee bit more belief, especially in possession. They were they yeah. were maybe, it wasn't so much moving the ball out to, to, to Barisic and trying to play it at Ryan Matondo down the line or trying to find Seam as quickly as possible. We were willing to play centrally. We were willing to play into Tom Lawrence, Jose Fuentes. I think we've seen multiple things this game. John Lundstrom took the ball in the half turn. I mean, John Halfton. Incredible. Oh, yeah. I don't think I've seen that from John oh. Lundstrom in a long time. So Tried it near the end and yeah, almost got caught out. Ah, right, oh, right okay. Maybe shows you it needs a wee bit of work. But yeah. there was a there was a difference in the in the belief of the team. Like I said, Michael Beale picked on that. What, where do you think that, that came from, Tommy? How how did the how it's maybe a bit of a question you can't really answer, but I'm gonna ask you anyway. How did the momentum of the, change, uh, the game change so quickly? Betis did sit off a wee bit, but Rangers really came into it that last 10 minutes of the first half. Well, I think it's just the expectation. I would call a, a comment out there as well with Chris uh, uh, Rettan there in terms of uh, Davies. I think Davies was fantastic tonight. Gets a lot of stick. The manager believes him. Uh, in him, he said he was a good player uh, downstairs as well. But I think it was just that belief, you know, whether that's coming from the players on the pitch, whether it's coming from the fact that hold on, we've weathered the storm, the manager shouting from the sidelines or whatever. But as soon as Rangers started saying, right, we don't need to sit five yards off our men and then try and catch up and allowing Betis to play round about us, we were chasing shadows a wee bit sometimes. And actually, well, hold on a minute, maybe we can play the ball forward. Yeah. We can take it in tight areas. We can play it about. We can actually get down the side and start to make chances. That was it. I also think maybe, kind of from a mentality perspective, the players took a wee bit of disbelief from Matondo's miss, yeah. right? Because you're thinking, oh, that was a big chance. Now they got the fans on side and maybe just took them to settle. Ultimately, though, I think the real positivity there is the team did respond. And we've yeah. all been questioning that, all of yeah. us. Yeah. Right? Actually, it was nice to see it. And it was nice to see players like Matondo have a good game. Davies, I think Lundstrom was okay. Sifuentes came into it. Man of the match for me came our roof as well. Dragon, Baltra and um, Pezzelli, I think it was, uh, the centre-back pairing, yeah. left-right. Uh, and again, the manager spoke about that downstairs, saying one of the big positives for him recently is watching Kmar Roof play and finish 90 minutes. Yeah. I think we can all get behind that. So yeah, listen, whatever magic it was, right, and I know the manager reinforced it at half-time, the fact was we actually just went toe-to-toe as opposed to thinking maybe we can get something here. We went and got it. That's a big difference. Yeah, and I think it gave us a lot of encouragement going into that second half, which is... Maybe a wee bit different from what we've seen from this Rangers team lately. Like, if, if they do finish a first half strongly, you, you usually don't see it in the early stages of the second half. But I, mm. I think a lot of credit to Rangers tonight. And probably the manager here, Michael Wheel, he's really probably got onto the players at half time and felt, look, they're, they're, there's all you need. There's the encouragement you need to, to go and put Betis under pressure and try and stamp your authority in this game a wee bit. And, I, and I, we'll just jump right into the second half because I thought straight away Rangers were on the front foot. Um, I think you've seen mm-hmm. down the right-hand side, Seaman sends a, a great ball to the back post for Matondo. I think it's a, I think Hector Bellerin in, ends up getting a foot in because yep. it looks like he's going to be a tap-in for Matondo, so it's good defending the right-back. Seen a long, long-range shot from Tom Lawrence. I think I heard in the the press room after that it actually hit the post, which I, I wasn't sorry, aware I don't of. know if somebody's trying to steal something. Yeah, <laughs> I can I, hear that in the background. Hopefully it doesn't get picked yeah, up too much. That's my car. Yeah. <laughs> Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday. 
I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather. Now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChampaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. But I think I think I hit the post again. Another big chance. Mm. The Barisic, he hits the bar. Yep. Just before we come to the goal then. That was a real period of sustained pressure from Rangers. Mm-hmm. Of course, Tom Lawrence came off in that period. Sam Lammers came on and thought he had a really positive impact. You've got to give yourself credit for Sam Lammers as well. I thought Sam Lammers made an impact tonight, actually. I thought Tom Lawrence was good in that role, but I just thought he's just a slightly different player, more technical, technical, can hold the ball in, maybe a wee bit can link with KMR Roof and ways, Seema as well. I thought he made an impact. I'll be honest, it's not. I'm not trying to get a rise out of you, I promise. Oh, he's um, definitely trying to get a rise out of me, trust me. I thought. I honestly thought he'd done well. And it's it was, he was good. It's something that really frustrates me about Rangers sometimes, and I wonder if anyone else has this frustration. I sometimes don't feel we put teams under sustained pressure. Hmm. You know, really pin a team back. Because if you put a team under pressure for 10, 15 minutes in a game... Ultimately, you're going to lose concentration. You're going to you're going to gain fatigue, or you're going to have fatigue mentally, physically. I don't think we do that enough. We give teams time to breathe, and I felt yep. tonight in that first, uh, the second half, of the early stages, we really put Betis under pressure, and I think it told when it came to the goal. Yeah, listen, I think that's spot on, right? As you said, end of the first half, we keep coming back to it, 35 minutes, 38 minutes, whatever, right? We started to go 10, 10 yards further forward, and then we stayed there. Yep. And we said to, to Betis, you know, they're not going to be able to just play the ball round about us. And that was a big difference as well between the first half and the second half for them. You noticed in the second half, they were starting to hit it long. Yeah, They didn't have those lovely wee triangles with five yards round about them where they could turn on it. I mean, don't get me wrong, they're really good at taking the ball in tight spaces, but didn't get the luxury of the space that they, they thought they were going to get. And we'd come all the way up and all of a sudden their fullbacks were having to do what they didn't do in the first half, which was actually defend first, yeah. as opposed to just think about how they were going to stretch us at the back. And as you say, sustained pressure, you keep your players up, you keep their defence, you know, moving from side to side, and then you get your goal. I mean, it's a bit of stramash as well, right? But I'm, I'm bringing that word back, obviously, right? Um, Archie McPherson style, right? <laughs> but you get it. And then the important thing was Rangers didn't immediately sit back. We've seen that. Yeah. They actually stayed pretty high. They kept trying to make something. And it wasn't maybe until the, the latter stages where we went, right, okay, we, we can see this out. And importantly, we saw it out. Yeah. Uh, fantastic. So there you go. Again, I come back to it. Two clean sheets on the bounce. Winning in the opening day of the uh, Europa League. Yep. You're right. <laughs> I, I, don't know why I, put, I don't know why I put a question mark onto that. Right. I was like, is it the Champions League? It should be. Right. But anyway, that's not that's not the point of this podcast. Right. But, um, you know, getting that opening day against what is, and it shouldn't be forgotten, Betis are a good side. Right. Yeah. They yeah. had some, you know, you look at some of the teams that they've played to get the no-no with Atletico Madrid recently. Yeah. They got sparked off Barcelona, right? But that can happen even with a Barcelona, the shade of what they used to be, right? But they're actually a decent enough side. They've got some really good players. Yeah, Iose Perez and all that coming off the, yeah. the bench. Um, everybody did a double take when Rodri came off. Yeah. Came off the bench. It's definitely know that one, right? <laughs> like, uh, but ultimately, I'm just really pleased that we saw a bit of desire, a bit of passion, a little bit of reaction. 
Yeah. Um. So because my worry was, oh, we've dominated those last five minutes or whatever, but not got one. We come out in the second half and we're going to get the exact same thing as we got in the first half. Yeah. Actually, it never happens. And it is something we you you would level against a Rangers team where they don't take enough of their chances. And yep. I, I think it's fair to say it probably still applies tonight. The, you know, the Matondo chance is a big one. You know, we we just seem to to not have that clinical edge yet in this Michael Beale team. Uh, and I, I think it's fair to say it about tonight, but we did get the win, we did get the three points, and that's all that matters. Let, let's touch on the Well, goal. sorry, can I just say as well, because I, just as you were saying that, I'm looking at Scott Hammond's comment as well. Do you know what? Bill, Bill and the players did need it. We all needed yeah. it. We all needed that. Yeah, it's fine to beat St. Johnston, but with the best will in the world to St. Johnston, they're St. Johnston. A big night like tonight, under the lights, all those good kind of cliches about European nights and all that. The fans just going, all oh, right, well, you know, hopefully we can get something to go with. This team have, have done something tonight. They've managed to get the victory. We can go into the night quite happy. And then it's all about, as the, the manager was saying as well, yeah, we don't let rest on the laurels. Two on the bounce needs to become three on the bounce. So that's yeah. why everything turns towards Motherwell. But yeah, I mean, it's nice to be positive about a European uh, <laughs> night and back-to-back wins. So I'm, I'm determined to get as much it's out been of it as I can. It's been a while, hasn't it? It's been it? a while, yeah. yeah. I feel I feel drained. It's been a while. There was there was quite a lot of positivity after the PSV game, which was quite strange, but, uh, you know. More hope than expectation, I yeah, thought, on that one. probably, probably. Let's, let's touch on the goal quickly then. Set-piece goal. Uh, I love a set-piece goal. You do love a set-piece goal. Because I You're just... Odd. I, well, I just think it can be the difference maker in a game like that. A tight game, two good sides battling, and ultimately you've came out with a win because you have... Hold on a minute. Tight, tight games... Um, set pieces, XG. Who, who exactly? Know, what I'm target thinking, market are you yeah, pandering yeah. to on this podcast? Yeah, I think I'm on the wrong podcast. No, no I'm right, just joking. Okay. I'm Jeez. just joking. Uh, I, Comments, I just, please, about a free transfer. Uh, <laughs> I just thought that I, I really liked the intensity of that goal, and I think Michael Buell spoke about it in the press conference there, where he said first contact. Mm. You know, the, yeah, yeah. The, there was players battling for that ball in the yeah. shard box, and we got our rewards from it. I, I think they gave it to Abdalasima. There was controversy around that maybe mm. controversy is the wrong word but we weren't sure if maybe Ben Davis get the last touch he certainly celebrated like he got the last touch yeah so. <laughs> I think I think some people have given it to see I, I'm, I'm with you and do you know what but let's take a moment whether he scored it or not Ben Davis a lot of crit- critics out there I think massively yeah. unfairly and you know the manager again was sitting people might not have spotted this the manager was saying they had a long talk at, at, during pre-season yeah, Michael Beale and, and Ben Davis. That must have included. Listen, is it better you go somewhere else? Absolutely. The boys stuck the course. He's played himself back into the, the team, and he's playing well. So some of the criticism he gets is absolutely unwarranted. That's all. I'll touch on that quickly before we move on. The Ben Davis one's an interesting one because I know there was a lot of criticism towards the end of the transfer window that maybe there was frustration around if if Michael Beale wasn't fully bought into Ben Davis, then you know he should be moved on, and the, and the player should look for something new. He, he's not necessarily wanted here, but don't we want players in this Rangers squad that want to play for Rangers? You know, if Ben Davis believes that he is good enough to play for Rangers and he wants to fight for the shirt, then ultimately I want to keep these guys around. And I think he showed it tonight with mm. that performance. Yeah, I know there there are some aspects of Ben Davis' game that people don't like, he's maybe not as strong as strong in the air, he maybe isn't aggressive in certain situations that you would want, maybe that's the, the differences between him and John Suter yep. but tonight, certainly in possession, I thought he was really good as well willing to play through the lines, willing to play into KMR Roof's feet at certain times that would get in it, getting us out, and also I think he just defends really well on the cover, I think mm. he's very good at that, he reads he reads things really well he makes lots of last ditch that's a, that's a good. That's a really good point, that last one because there was a couple of times in the second half where he just came across yeah. And he actually did read the ball. And, you know, you're talking about 
differences between him and Suter there. That's fine. And that's why you have a squad and that's why you can rotate a little bit. You know, it's quite clear that the manager trusts Ben Davies, he trusts Goldson and he trusts uh, John Suter. So depending on who you're up against, in terms of who their centre forwards are or whatever, you're going to take maybe, if it's a big bustling attacking centre forward, maybe you go with a Suter. Yeah. Right. That's fine. That's squad game. Yeah. The, the fact of the matter is Ben Davis does not deserve to go in the bin. No, definitely not. Definitely not. Well, anyway, we'll, we'll round up the rest of the game. I thought Rangers showed a, ro- a lot of resilience after the goal. Mm. Um, Betis really started to put the pressure on. You spoke about Jose Pe- Perez. He had a really good chance at the, the le- uh, our right-hand post there, left side. I, I was wondering how long you were going yeah, to throw that out. There. I think I think he hits the side net, and so that that was a that he was did. a close one for Real Betis. I think that was actually Butland misjudged the cross. Yeah, and let it go over him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I think this is something that well that that was that was a game, right? We rounded up the game there. That was just there was a couple of things I wanted to talk about. I'm determined to put you on the back foot. Yeah, here. I'm, I'm doing I'm my going very best. This is agenda. I'm looking for yeah. the best questions. Michael Beale spoke there that I think one of the first things he said was he was actually you know that was for the players tonight. He was really proud of the players. Yep. You know, can this be a bit of a, a springboard for this team? Can it be a momentum builder tonight? Well, I've been banging on about the team needs, the fans need, the club needs a, a catalyst result, right? I'd hoped that the PSV home game would be that because we'd get something away that didn't work out that way, obviously. Then you look at, right, you start small with St. Johnston tonight. Big test, big team coming in, good players. We've managed to see it out. I think that should be our catalyst. If you've got Motherwell and you win again, all of a sudden, you're just, that's three on the bounce. You're starting to see something. Certainly that second half, I thought we saw more flashes of what Michael Beals trying to do as well. So I, I'm hopeful, right? The, the fact of the matter is exactly what the manager's saying, which is, that's fine. Go home. Enjoy your night. It's brilliant. You then need to back this up with Motherwell with three points against them because if you don't, it's just reset right to the back again. Nights like tonight, as positive as they are, and I'm right behind them, will not satisfy us as a support and Michael Beale because domestically we need to be challenging for that title. And yeah. that's where it will really, really matter for him. I think it was really encouraging to hear Michael Beale talk about that, you know, that I don't want players to take their foot off the gas essentially after tonight. I don't I... want people to, to let off on each other. I think that was the, the phrase he used. You know, it's time to, to put the foot down. You know, go into Motherwell, really use this as momentum. Then into Livingston, then into Aberdeen. Let, let's put a really good run together now. It's uh, like me with all you podcasters. Stop phoning it in yeah. and actually give the give, give the, the watchers what, what they want. I'm not telling you what they want, to be honest. Don't put that in the comments. Yeah. I, I just think, I think that result tonight is maybe bigger than it seems. It's a 1-0 result in the first game of the Europa League. Yep. But I think the, the crowd gave the team a really good reception tonight after the game and I think mm-hmm. it's because again there's something there's something there now that the fans can grab onto. Yep. There's a lot of positivity around that performance tonight and I'm yeah I'm just really hoping that we we go forward with this. Last question then. You've already kind of touched upon it but I I want to ask you anyway this is your <laughs> opportunity to give some praise man of the match. It might just be Kmart Roof. I think, again, I'm going to pretty much duplicate what I said earlier. You know, he's up against, um, I think it's, let me just double, double check, Pizzelli and Bartra. Yeah. And his ability to win headers, to hold it up in tight areas with the, both of them, you know, and his back, to run up the channels as well, to drop deep when he needed to, to be supported and support Tom Lawrence and then Sam Lammers, and to just to cause an absolute nuisance for himself after everything he's been through as well. 
he made the big difference up up top for me. And if we weren't getting the ball sticking up there, we'd have been in a hell of a lot more trouble. Yeah, for not being a particularly big guy, Kimura, if he does really well, actually, he might not necessarily hold the ball in all the time, but it's just those kind of little deft touches to get himself out of pressure. He then oh. flicks the ball on. He's then he's then putting pressure on the centre-back by looking to run him behind him. Yeah. He's a really intelligent footballer. I, I wondered who, which one of us was going to yeah, say that. Everybody just, was saying it out there as well. Just he is, that he's smart. Of, the off-the-ball movement, I really, it's really yeah. good to watch. He's, it's just He understands where he needs to be in a football park based on who's around him, and yep. that, that's something that goes under the radar sometimes. I'm going to give it to Ben Davis tonight. John Lundstrom was a, was a strong shout for me, probably because of those two turns in the middle of the park. <laughs> These turns in the middle of the park, that's all I'm going to hear that's about. That's exactly right, what I want to see from someone group. playing that position. Uh, I think some people in the chat was actually saying that Lundstrom was pre pretty good yeah, as well. There was, a, there was a few comments about Lundstrom that I noticed. Are you just going with what you've seen in the chat? No, I'm going to go... No, no, I, I wanted to give John Pandering Lundstrom, to the crowd. I wanted to give John Lundstrom credit tonight because he was the guy in there that is really tasked with controlling that midfield. There's no Nicholas Raskan, Brian Jackson on the bench. I think he grabbed it. We're just going to edit this part out. It's it's came out roof. But even though I'm giving John Lundstrom credit, I'm going to give it to Ben Davis because there's been a lot of, I think, a lot of pressure on him yeah, since the fair. early start of pre-season. John Suter is obviously the one that started mm. the season. He's came in for St. Johnson after an international break. He's kept his place tonight. And, he, and he's shown why he is a good centre-back. I understand why there is sometimes negativity to surrounded him, but I think the same can be said for John Suter. Um, and I really understand why Michael Beale went with that balance tonight. I think it's paid off. Yeah, um, fair. I, really, I think he it's really proved argument. his worth. So, uh, yeah, I'm really happy with Ben, ben Davis. Let, hope he can kick on after this. But that's us. Um, it's a bit of a short reaction tonight, but yeah. I think we've managed to get through quite a lot there. It's a happy tonight. reaction. It's, it's a happy, happy reaction. reaction. It's a lot more positive tonight. So, yeah, I'm thankful being on when it's positive because I'm usually on when it's negative. Ah, but I'm the good luck show. Yeah, exactly that. So, yeah, we'll leave it on that. That's yeah. a good way to finish it. But, yeah, remember, everyone, find us all the social media platforms, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. You can get the podcast and all the podcast platforms, uh, Apple Music, Spotify. You'll, you'll find us everywhere. We'll be back for our reaction to Rangers game this weekend against Motherwell. At Ibrook, so yeah, definitely tune in for that one. Do you know who's covering that game for us? Craig and Kyle. Craig and Kyle will be back Craig for that Kyle. one. We we'll, we get the weekend off. Yes, they're they're good. They're not they're not yeah. this good, yeah. but but they're, <laughs> but they're pretty good. But yeah, thanks for everyone getting involved. We've seen lots of people in the comments. Really appreciate it. And yeah, we'll see you in the next one. Thank yeah. you. Podcast Network. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.